0: wedding
1: photographers unite unite wedding photographers and welcome to wedding photographers unite episode number 87 i'm one of your hosts andy buscemi in good company with the mythical legend himself mr neil urban hello hello good to be here as well as the chatty Cathy of the Hudson Valley, Mr. Jimmy Ferrara. Hello, everybody. I love your smile, Jimmy. You've got a nice uh, smile. Yeah, I so can funny. see you on the video and he gives a nice smile before he says, hello, everybody. I like that. Um, I, I feel like people are watching us right now. Yeah, I know. You know, it is in my, this is an on-air, off-air conversation. It's part of the episode now. Um, But I am kind of, uh, I did find like the software that will enable us to like throw this feed onto Facebook so we can like post it in the Facebook group or record live. So maybe listeners, uh, maybe one of our next episodes will kind of, um, you know, have a live feed going in there and people can ask questions like in the group as we're recording. I've at least found the software. (laughs) I know how to do it now, but it's kind of a little convoluted. And we also can't be having the internet connection problems that that internet's yeah. got be, to be rocking for us to, for it us might to go into that.
0: So I need to put a better be light on myself, better, too. Better in my house.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so Jimmy's got this. Uh, we were talking about the light on our, on our cameras, and Jimmy's got this, this thing. He's like, oh, yeah, I just wheel this nice big light in in my studio, and then he'll hear Neil, Neil and I are. You know, I record I record for my house and I think Neil, Neil does, too. Yeah, I do the same. Um, yeah, I did for, for my studio at various points or whatever. But Jimmy's got the best of both worlds because he's got the house studio combination. Right. Aren't you like are you is it this is it your house or is it like you downstairs from your house or it's a separate this studio? Is, no, this, I'm in the studio now. OK, it's a separate studio. It's okay. it's it's a it's a
2: private lounge too. we rent out for space right. for, for parties and stuff. And the shooting space is in the back, but it's pretty big. It's like eighteen hundred square feet here. It's a mile from my house. Okay, that's what. And, yeah. And on a podcast from both home and here, yeah. Okay. But uh,
1: I'm, just, I'm just here now, so to do this,
2: I, I like I like either location's fine by me. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. So we'll uh, we'll get into uh what we've been up to lately and uh and kind of go from there. Uh, who wants to start, Neil? jimmy who's who's who wants to start
0: oh sweating our butts off which i think we're all doing right Uh, i think all all across america right now it is hot out there in the world right now (laughs) yeah it's uh it's been a difficult past couple weeks huh um 90 degrees with 100 percent humidity and it's 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 been it's been tough um other than that, uh, trying to catch up with editing, which which we were talking to off air before this, I, sh- I showed the list of what I got going on. All, all my little projects are are finishing up, but my weddings are 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 the the list of wedding ed- edits are, are is building up. So I, I really need to take the time and, and get caught up with that. Which I don't have I don't have a wedding for another uh, two weeks. So hopefully I'll get caught up with that, and then. Um, we're doing a little bit of home run renovations. Um, my wife and I—we just built a shed, so this is the start of us converting our two-story garage into a studio space. So it's slowly starting to take to us. Uh, it's it's starting to happen, but it's not. And this is going to be a very slow process. It's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to be probably over the next year or two of of building. But at least at least we started. So building the shed, it got all of our yard stuff, all of our. Um, Uh, the, the home stuff, uh, out of, out of there. So at least, um, now, now everything that's in our garage is, is pretty much all business studio stuff. And then, um, we're starting to wean off the, uh, the, our meetings in Buffalo, um, our kind old neighbor um in our old studio space who let us use his conference room we're starting to to not even give people the option of meeting out there um so it's it's pretty much 100 percent home and uh yeah we, we recently had um a, a client come about an hour away uh just to see us and uh they ended up booking so that that just made us feel really really awesome yeah, dude i think and um
1: people are gonna do that all the time for you man People, I hope so. People I in mean, our area love your work. They love. They love you. Like like you're gonna have no problem with that, man. Like like you're. It's gonna all work out. Yeah, I know. It's always a, a tough thing. We've talked about it a couple times on the show, but like I think you should. I think you should stop giving them the option. I think you're right to do that. Mm-hmm. People are gonna come. Yeah. To
2: and, yeah, then you're, and, and then the, you're going
1: to get only the clients that love you and want to work with you, you know, like exactly, like, yeah. yes. So absolutely, yeah. The people and that are so on the fence that are like are like only drive to the city or whatever, like mm-hmm. like, and that, then that means they're meeting with other people too. You know what I mean? Like like the people are yeah. driving out to you are they love you and you should wait for those clients to book you as opposed to like get the middle ground people. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like anytime yeah. we get those chances, we should do that. So sorry to yeah, interrupt, yeah. I just feel like that's no, you know,
0: no, I, and, and that's, you're absolutely right, but you know. No matter where you are in, in your career and when you make a make a big move like this um, you know, you're always nervous you know no matter what what you tell no matter how many times you you, t- you say that to me you know you still have that little thing in your head mm-hmm. of of uh of doubt of if, if this is really going to happen yeah. so it, it it's it's actually happening and and we couldn't be more more happy about that yeah. but do,
1: do um, I, I just want to say i think that's good though because like the second that anybody i don't care who you are like like e- like it doesn't matter where we are in your careers or how good we are or how good people perceive us to be or like what level we're at like the second that people think that they're like they're the the shit and they're they're just <laughs> totally fine and they're not they have nowhere to, to get better or they don't or they stop getting nervous and they just think that, oh, everything's gonna be fine. I feel like that is the beginning of the downfall of, of people's professional careers, like when they get there. Because then you just get lazy. You don't care. Yeah. You're not yeah. like you're not thinking about how you can improve. So and we've talked about like improvement, you know, stuff with you, like the last one or mm-hmm. whatever, like intuitive, like like the, like that's good. Like we need to have that in order to keep getting better. The second that we don't, we're just done. It's over just yeah. we should just I, 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 I so, agree yeah so it's good yeah. to have that embrace yeah that. embrace yeah. it
2: brother yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh, I, sorry.
1: I, I
0: definitely I definitely am <laughs> and um and, and you know what I've, I've had so many engagement shoots lately I it feels like I'm doing like engagement shoots almost like every other day um but there's there seems to be like a theme going on this year which like once you once you produce like one image of like a certain kind of image um and and, and what I'm talking about is uh I would say about two months ago, I created an image with a color. So for like. For now on, like every couple Hold on a second. is like trying uh, to find
1: a car. Just okay, he's oh. he said the word yep. car. You, you just broke up a little bit on the connection, oh, so okay. that's gonna no, yeah. the listeners aren't gonna hear what you said. But he's had a car, okay, so, so that, that's okay, the car. Keep going, keep going, yeah, yeah. No,
0: I, I shot one couple with a car, and then all of a sudden, like every single couple now is like trying to find a car. Uh, and, and then I then uh, another couple, you know, I shot with a boat, so like every couple's like trying to find a boat or they want boats in the background or the, you know, it, it's kind of weird. Like when you, when you shoot like one image, like everybody wants like something <laughs> like that. So that, that seems like to be the theme of this year. Um, I, I think I'm thinking I'm going on about eight photo shoots of shooting like cars or boats this year. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazier. Or like once you shoot <laughs> at one location, like everybody wants that same location. It's, it happens every year. It's kind of crazy like that. <laughs> Do you guys ever, 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 ever have to deal with that? Or is it just, was it just me? I huh? like I think it's getting, an area. starting getting redundant kind of thing, you know? I don't... Which we just don't feel, get that but, down here.
1: Yeah, but, no? You know, I, I let me be honest here. I think that, you know, you have a very distinctive style, and people who love your work love your work for what you do. And I think that, you know... I don't know. I think that they just they just want that because it's cause it's you because it's Neil Irvin. You, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like it's like, oh, he's he's doing this kind of thing. That's that's great. We want to do this too. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, I, was, I, mean, I, was I, I get friend. a little bit of that, but not. I don't. I feel like not as much as maybe you do because you have really well, set was, yourself up <laughs> in this in this certain style that people love your work for what it is. You know, yeah. uh, which is good. Which is what we should all be trying to do. It's like,
0: well, well I was kind of waiting after I created that shot for. Uh... For you is it was like I was waiting for everybody to start bringing their musical instruments and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're like little hobby hobby uh, hobby stuff you know to their weddings now so that yeah. lo- lo- kind of well, luckily that hasn't happened but um right. but yeah. <laughs> but that's no that's nice. I mean that's why I've been up to just just working working and having fun doing doing what doing what, what we're doing so cool man yeah, that's that's <clears throat> okay so Jimmy what's up we've what been we've been Yo. up to.
2: Uh, like just same thing. Um, luckily on the hot days we've had down here, which I'm sure is about the same temperatures up where you guys were. Um, yeah, the, the, that one Saturday, not this weekend, last weekend, it was brutal. And on Saturday we were outside all day and then the wedding reception took place in a metal barn with no ventilation. Oh, no. So it was seriously like an, it was hotter in the, in the room and we set up camp like right outside the 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 back door by the by this barn and then everyone everyone ended up hanging back there anyway because it was shade and it was like so many people were so many more people were outside the barn for most of the night than they were inside except for dances and stuff like that It, it, it cooled off a little wasn't so bad but um Natalie took a picture of uh, something at another wedding of like a AC unit because we're back at that same place in like a few weeks, and she texted the groom is like, by the way, you might want to look into renting some kind of AC unit because it's going to be in August, and if it's a hot day like this, it's going to be brutal in there. And, uh, and that was that was a welcome shower when we came home, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Sunday, we, we had off on Sunday. We didn't work Sunday. That was the hotter of the two days, at least down here. That that was so hot that day. I I feel bad for anyone who was in a wedding party. I mean, I know what we do is tough, but we can bring a change of shirt. We're not always wearing a jacket and tie, and mm-hmm. we just plow through it. But you know, men that are in suits all day like that, or hot big hot dress for the bride, it's got to be tough. So <laughs> oh, I know.
0: Yeah, I and, I and now like yeah, I always always hook the groom up and say hey. Th- take your jacket off. We, we don't need it for this shot or this whole, this whole section of, of series of images. Yeah. <clears throat> um,
1: or even some, some, I was, in some, uh, some, yes. I was uh, photographing a wedding. I'm on one of those hot days, um, a few, a few weeks ago. And uh, and I think it's, you know, somebody's style as a photographer in town uh, to like wear a suit, even if it's like a hot day. So he had like this full three piece suit on oh, photograph wow. in this wedding and outside in like <laughs> 90 degree weather. I'm like, oh, my God, like, like, nope, I'm good in my shirt over here. I mean, I try and dress well, but I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to be wearing a three piece suit on a on a wedding day no, when it's 90 I degrees know. out. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I understand. I usually yeah he's tend going to... for a look or whatever, but, you know, and try, but nope.
0: And I lean towards more for dark colors like uh, like black or like dark gray, charcoal. But no, I went white with that one.
2: Yeah, I do that. I wear a white shirt. Hey, look at staff. Staff's wearing like black pants, white shirt. Hey, I got a question for you.
1: I always feel like I can't wear a white shirt because because of the whole white thing. Yeah, because the rule is the only person that should be in white is the bride. I thought that was for ladies in dresses. I thought so too. I think it is too but I've but I've always like I've always like wanted to wear white shirts here and there for well for two things. Number one, I I just just would like to for the heat and the sun and that kind of thing, right? But I've never have because I've always been worried about that rule, you know, like the bride mm-hmm. should be the only one in white. And then also the second thing is is I very often sometimes if you wear a white shirt and you're like shooting reflections or something, like you end up being in the yeah. shot like like the white shirt mm-hmm. like, is way more visible in like a lot of your photos if you wear the white shirt so i've stayed away from it even though sometimes i like i just want to wear a white shirt but i never have but <laughs> i want to you know well usually so. when i
0: do the white shirt i i wear a black vest and then i have the black tie so it, it i kind of look like a little bit a little bit better it's not like yeah, bam it's oh, okay. all white you yeah. only pretty much see the sleeves um and the collar yep you know
1: yeah that makes a little more sense if you're so it's not vest like
0: vest. bam white in your face
1: mm-hmm uh, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, what else? Anything else? Uh, uh, so
2: you know, it's funny. Um, I never, I never really announced to anyone, like, or even to myself lately, that I am. It looks like I'm fully Sony for weddings. It's like I feel like I've been in the closet this whole time with <laughs> with, with, the, with announcing. Anything, wow, you know, you know like, that that didn't take
0: long at yeah. all, man. I mean, you you only got that camera what two, three weeks no. ago? Three weeks ago.
2: I think I can look back. My first wedding was with it was, I'll tell you when my first wedding was with it. And I had it two weeks prior to that. So, but I only played with it at like, um, uh, yeah, on the 16th was my first wedding with it. That's when I first dove in with it on June 16th. So yeah, so a month. And uh, since then I've added to my arm. So I realized that the, the Nikon, Sony to Nikon adapter works well doesn't it's not for me as far as how I yeah. want yeah. objects to focus and all that and I like some of the features that are native camera that aren't gonna be native with that adapter by nature so I'm uh, gonna be selling some lenses if anyone's interested hit me up I'll let you know what I got because um, I don't need duplicates of now so uh, only are you, you, are are you going to sell any
0: bodies yet, or are you going to go that far yeah, and sell? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I have a very important yeah. thing I'm to us. say, and don't forget where you're at. Uh, this is sure. so huge. I was listening, or no, um, uh, Stefan, who is a Sony shooter in our area, was listening to our most recent episode about Sony, and I was talking about my Sigma lenses, and I was going to sell my Nikon Sigma and buy um, Sony Sigma glass, you know, for the E-mount. E Sigma yeah. has an option to convert your Nikon e mount to a sony e mount so you can send in your sigma lens and they will convert from a nikon f to a sony e come on if you have nikon glass i was totally shocked like like that that was an option i think it's like maybe like 300 bucks or 350 bucks or something like that but you can convert your nikon to sony just by sending it in and then they'll they'll just do it but that's a huge thing that i didn't know about on our last episode when we were talking about that and uh stefan was like super quick to be like hey just so you know and the thing that kills me about it, oh it just destroys me is that I was sending back my Nikon to repair my Nikon 135 to repair it to then sell. So it was at Nikon it was at Sigma when I got that email from Stefan and they were already sending it back to me after spending my you know I was <laughs> I was repairing it for like 300 bucks or whatever. I would have just had them do that, you know. Mm-hmm. So now I don't now I just got the lens back so I've got my clean 135 Nikon. You know if somebody wants to buy that, let me know <laughs> uh or and I don't because I don't know what makes more sense now if I try and sell that and buy it or if maybe I should just send it back in when I just when I just repaired it for like three hundred bucks or whatever, so who knows, yeah, but anyway, yeah. I just wanted to mention that because if I didn't mention it now, I wouldn't mention it later, and I want to let Lester yeah. know so Jimmy uh continue on from there, okay, so um i playing that first wedding, I had one lens
2: the twenty eight millimeter lens, and then I had the adapter, and it worked okay, but the, the, focus was a little uh, here and there so i added to my collection the super lightweight little 50 1.8 um and then an 85 1.8 by sony and then i added and i was back and forth on this for the longest time but i realized like as much as i like a 24 to 70 being at a 2.8 um my nikon lens was the 24 to 120 which i'm keeping i'm gonna keep that one in studio and I love that range. I thought it was fantastic. It just works so well. I can just go out with one lens for ceremony and be done for portraits. If we're in a pinch and we're running around crazy, I don't even have to bring anything more than the camera around my, my body. Um, so Sony made – they do make a 24 to 105 F4. as close closest I can get to that range. So I got that because so I looked at it and I'm thinking I don't necessarily mind the 4. Um, I'm only – I'm pretty much using that when I'm in controlled lighting situations or a lot of light, like outside uh, reception where I'm using my flash and stuff. So I don't, if I need low light, I'm going to use the primes. That's just the way it is. And then I also picked up, which I really love. I just got it yesterday. I'm going to use it today after this, after this podcast, the, uh, the 12 to 24 F4, which I'm showing you guys right here. It's not, it's good size. So I have from 12 millimeters to 105, two zooms F4 across the board. And they have three primes at a one point eight. One of those lenses is a two. I think that the twenty eight is an F two. I don't know why they did.
1: It. So, so I have so still Jimmy, my
2: twenty no my seventy to 200,
1: 2.8. Uh, so Jimmy, yes. you have just the A seven three body right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're you're a one camera shooter, like at a wedding. Yeah, I, I had that little Leica point
2: and shoot. Okay. For like cocktail hour and stuff like that, but yeah. um, uh, yes. And you know, if I were ever a perfect backup for this is like the well another body like this but even so you know I can throw in a, a A6500 you know, you know APS body and use all these lenses even though it's crop sensor if I if this camera fails and I have to go to something at least it's still Sony and I can still shoot today and that camera's tiny and weighs nothing you know yeah um but I still I still have my 7200 2.8 Nikon lens with the adapter and that's Works pretty well with the, uh, with the adapter. That, re- that lens is all right. I'm not sure yet what I'm going to do with that lens uh, yet, but uh, I like this system here. It's small, it's lightweight. Um, I love having a 12 millimeter. I missed, I know, Neil, you talked about your 14 to 24, which I had for a while. Mm-hmm. Somehow that lens ended up stretching a little too much, which we talked about in the past. And um, this 12 certainly does stretch, but it doesn't seem to stretch like that Nikon lens did. And yeah. it's not nearly as big. Um, and that two millimeters makes a difference. I, it's just all lines are perfectly straight. It, I love the, that super wide look. And I don't have to be at 12. I can zoom in until, you know, 18 or 20 or up to 24. I, I like it.
0: You know, how, how heavy are these lenses? Because, I mean, the, the, okay, the, camera, one, body, the this... camera body is obviously light. But uh, how heavy are these things compared to okay, um, Nikon? Or oh, Canon. they're much lighter.
2: I have right now the the Sony body with the grip and two batteries in there, and that feels heavier than this 12 to 24 lens. You can look it up. I don't know the specs. It's it's pretty light. It's surprisingly lighter. Yeah.
1: It depends on the lens because because my 35 1.4 Sony I would say is not quite as heavy as like a 35 1.4 Sigma Art, but it's pretty almost close. It's in the ballpark. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. But my 85 1.8 um, Zeiss is like super light. I mean, I would, maybe I would say it's comparable to like an 85 one Canon, you know, when I, I used to shoot that 85 one Canon, or I think I had an 85 Nikon too. I would say there, cause those are typically light lenses. Um, they're yeah. th- that those are also very light. I would say, and for me, it, it seems as though that the Sonys are slightly less lighter than like the full frame Nikon glass or Sony glass, but not much. Um, but then you take that in combination with the body, and then it's definitely lighter, lighter. Camera, yeah, it also you know? depends
2: if you're buying the the Zeiss version or the Sony version. The S- Sony version, fifty millimeter, weighs nothing. It's not the it's not the best lens out there. Um, it's not as fast as a focus as the eighty five or the um, the twenty eight for some reason. But you know, it's cheap. It gets me. It gets me now. If I decide a year from now I'd upgrade to maybe a Sigma Art one point four. Or this will be it, but for now, I'm loving the fact that that lens is tiny and it's right in there. What's a noise? <laughs> is that a cat? Okay, audience. Um, if you hear something
0: squeaking in the background, that's my yeah. puppy playing oh. with a squeaky toy. Uh-huh. So I, I apologize. That's my fault. That's <laughs> okay. alright. Um, so go ahead. Um, hey, it's, this is real. We're recording at home.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I you know actually I'm kind of i'm still i'm like so i'm happy in my nikon sony world like i'm happy kind of being in both um i don't we'll i'll kind of see what happens you know like i definitely want to swap my 135 to be a sony you know because i want that lens on that body but but other than that i might just kind of keep going with both because i um there are times where i kind of want the nikon like at the reception and sometimes uh yeah you know um, when i do the, the the like my my 70 to 200 i still want a 70 to 200 and that works i've never had focusing issues with that lens in particular Remember i was talking about like the micro autofocus adjust stuff like i've never had that issue with that lens i've never had that issue with with my with like a 20 millimeter lens because i feel like um i don't know so there, so for some reason i feel like i might just kind of stay in both worlds and just kind of be happy and 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 I don't, I don't know if I really see the need to push myself to to get another Sony body. Um, it doesn't really make sense because I because I still want 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 the Nikon for some some reasons, you know, like like I've yeah. talked about before. So
2: yeah, reception um, reception is the one
1: thing that's exactly. So yeah, yeah. I'm not
2: I'm not sold on it. I'm dealing with it for now exactly. But, uh,
1: yeah, and I, and I'm kind yeah. of I'm kind of I think I feel like I'm kind of done dealing with it. Like I know that I can shoot it when I need to, but but I and it's fine for like introductions at receptions. It's fine for like when I have my 35 doing cake cuttings and all that stuff is totally fine, but it's just like with the dance shots and, and doing that certain style I like to do, or like being in super, super, super low light. Um, I'm done dealing with it with trying to force it in that situation. And I would rather just have my Mm -hmm. Nikon with a, with an autofocus assist beam flash. I mean, it's just easier. It just works better. So I think I'm kind of settled on that for the time being that I'm going to kind of live in both worlds like that. Um,
0: so now both right, both of you guys, quick question. Um, do you guys when you, when you do have when you are shooting with the Sony, do you guys shoot in live preview only, or do you guys look through the um the oh, viewfinder? I look through all the
1: time. I, I yeah I, yeah yeah almost I, almost all the time. Yeah, especially really? okay. like so. Here's the thing. Like even outside, like especially outside, it's been these hot summer days we've had. Like if you're looking through the back of the screen, it's going to be. You, it's. I mean, the screens are great. The LCDs are great. But I would rather be looking through the viewfinder so you can really see what's happening as opposed to, like, kind of see what's happening on the back of the LCD, you know? So especially, yeah. like, shooting outside and stuff like that. Um, And and I think maybe partly it's natural and partly you don't want to, you know, there's partly the, the idea of, like, the look of it. Like, why is this guy looking off the back? But sometimes I do, like like, if it calls for it, I have no problem working off the back of the lcd and actually do more than i think sometimes um when it calls for it if i'm going to shoot above my head or if i'm going to shoot low off the ground or whatever like i'll do it all the time i don't care what people think about me sometimes sometimes i actually do i've been doing like these walking shots lately like i walk with a couple and back up with them and and i and for those shots um looking walking backwards you know with my hand up to my face is not a good idea so i actually do go I take it off and I like put mm-hmm. it in eye autofocus. That eye autofocus thing. I leave it in eye autofocus and I just walk backwards with a couple. And I I feel like those are shots I couldn't have got before that I can get now with this camera. And so many of them end up being consistently sharp and in focus. I'm shooting at one four like outside, you know. And it's like yeah, that, it's it's a, it's that is cool as hell like being able to do that but so that i'm i'm off the back of the, the lcd as opposed to in the you
0: know i wouldn't worry too much about what what other people think whether if you're looking through the viewfinder or not because i mean mo- most videographers that i work with they're they're always looking through the lcd screen mm-hmm. and a lot of people actually think the videographers is actually a photographer right so it's i, re- I really don't think people yeah. really it's it's care only and i don't
1: think it matters either the old school photographer mind that's the only place that it exists is in our heads Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right about <laughs> that. With,
2: <clears throat> so this is what I did. I'll be on live uh, for screen mode, right, the screen mode. And then with a the click of a button, I'm, I actually have it set up to hit the display button, and that kills the back screen completely. And then – so, but, but I'll be on silent mode, camera's on my lap. No one even knows I'm taking pictures. They can't hear a thing, and I'm just clicking away and – it's good for kids doing some silly. Maybe the the bride is, is laughing with her friends, and you know it's a different uh, attitude when you don't hear the click of the shutter mm-hmm. than it is with the click. of The shutter. It's not better or worse. It's just different. And for ceremony, ah, oh, that's fantastic. You know, you, don't, you don't even hear a thing. I haven't been in a church yet with this camera, right? I don't think I have. No, um, and that's kind of cool that I could be totally silent. You know, There's just it's just. Uh, features this camera has um you know the lenses have that little button on the side which i have it set for something specific i like that i i, I like it it's, i think this camera's made for me <laughs>
0: you know what the, I, I'm, I'm just waiting you know before i before i jump to sony i'm just waiting for honestly pro photo to come out with that with that flash unit for sony well once once that happens i that, that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna jump
2: yeah but if you look back and i've been thinking about this and talking about it for a year and then kind of waiting for Nikon to do something. Mm. And still, it's it's midsummer almost, and no, not even an announcement yet. I was hoping <laughs> they, they would announce something by this time last year. Yeah. Saying hey, hey, come December, uh, our new Z model, whatever mirrorless, yeah. something. Nothing. And then who's to say if it's going to be full frame? And then you got to get new lenses.
0: I'm yeah. like, ah, come on! I'm right. like, yeah, I, no, I, if, I've, I've been waiting for that announcement since what? I think 2012.
1: Honestly, if I was Nikon at this point, like, <laughs> six years
0: later, yeah, nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah, if, if I was Nikon at this point, I, I feel like you have to at least even come out and say, "Hey, we are working on a full frame mirrorless. We are anticipating that it will release by a certain date." you know like by yeah. by this time and they're but they're not even saying that like they're like they like there's no information and it's like well then they're just going to continue to lose to sony like like if if they're not even you know acknowledging yeah. it you know it's like even well, even canon has their little m1 yeah
0: yeah they came out with something yeah, like a something. little small camera yeah it's Wait, something
1: let me go back in time about 60 seconds um, maybe they did acknowledge it. Maybe they did do the exact announcement sure. that I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm kind of remembering some Nikon news, that, or maybe they really? said they said something. I could be totally wrong. Uh, I, I, I I haven't. I said that, and then I'm worried. Rumors. I'm worried about being called out by a listener. Like, dude, they just said that because I, I feel like now I'm recalling some news story, but I could be wrong on that. I don't know. I think it was a Nikon. I, just, I, just want, or, I want to protect myself yeah, from any angry emails. River. So that's what I just because I don't. haven't
2: heard anything.
1: Okay. Yeah. Mm, I thought I, it would be all over
2: it'd be all over petapixel it'd be all
1: over dp review i feel like some executive might have said everyone talking about finally
2: hmm. announcing something okay
1: we'll, we'll yeah. check it out but um all right so andy well what's up with you man yes okay um this is this is good uh that we've our show has gone on as long as it had just on the initial um entrance here because we we kind of said you know we'll kind of let it go long and get into topics so actually you know what i'm going to do i'm, I'm going to kind of skip what i've been up to because what i've been up to is going to be one of our topics i'm going to go into our, our our show information here and then we'll get into into that um so uh, listeners, uh, do a reminder that we do have an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you. But just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi-weekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. Bye, wedding photographers. The show goes live roughly every other week. And while we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes. Please do that. Go to iTunes. Yes. Leave us a review please. there. Uh, and also subscribe in iTunes, even if you listen somewhere else. Subscribe in iTunes anyway. That helps, too. Um, it helps people find the podcast. And uh, and help us help you by sending in questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com. That's info at com. Just like, um, I think, when you say the letters J-A-N... Uh, you know in in american words we would say jan but i think jan i think maybe uh, for german german Jan. yeah it's from berlin um and so uh we got um, an email from jan we're gonna we're gonna get into in just a little bit um after i kind of go through my what i've been up to that i think leads into a topic um and uh or connect with us on our facebook group uh just go to facebook and search for wedding photographers unite and join us in the group there we would been we would prefer to talk with you rather than at you. So, uh, so, so my time. Topic... Oh, uh, oh, hold yeah, on. Time out. Yeah. Uh, since
0: we we just talked about the Facebook page. Uh, we do police everybody who do, does come in. So if you are a photographer, please, please put on your Facebook page that, you know, you're, you work at, you put, put a link, uh, to your photography, um, uh, Facebook page, uh, because if you don't have anything photography related, you, we we might think that you're a bride or groom shopping for wedding photographers and you came up across our form or, you know, I, I, we just want to let you know that we do police everybody before we, we let you in. So, uh, please just have something photography up on your photography, um, on your, uh, on your Facebook page so that we can see you're actually a photographer. So I just got to say that. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yep. Absolutely. um, yeah, because it is, you know, like we're trying to approve people that are, you know, that are actually listeners to the show and that are wedding photographers or, or aspiring to be. And if you don't have anything, then it's like, how do we know like who this person is? You know, so.
0: Exactly. Then um, you get then you get the deny, yep. you get
1: denied. So. So. Um, so my I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, shooting Indian weddings because I have a big uh, two day, which actually might be turning into a two and a half day wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Locally. Yeah. Locally to to Buffalo. Um, and so I just wanted to like, like bring up some of the quick bases. I don't want to talk too long about this, but I want to get, you know, for people that have never shot an Indian wedding or that are thinking about shooting an Indian wedding, um, you know, what, what that's like. And when I say Indian wedding, I mean, American Indian wedding, you know? Um, so, uh, so a couple things, uh, first of all, you know how did how, how do you get started? And we were ta- talking about this before. But like, and Jimmy, you said you had shot some like Western yeah. slash American, you know, Indian. And I don't mean American Native American. I mean, I mean Indian American. No, it, you know. It, so right, yeah, I did um, one. it. Was like it was a lot of people, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right,
2: like five plus.
0: Yeah, yeah. Lots of music too. That's what I love about them. Very colorful and musical. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, like first thing in the morning, man. That that music's blasting. People are dancing. I love it. Lo- love the energy and vibe to it.
1: Mm hmm. <clears throat> so that's pretty much how I got started with these is like I had like a Western slash, um, you know, Hindu ceremony. And and then that led into more, <laughs> you know, and then and then all of a sudden, for some reason, uh, you know, that that tree I've talked about trees that branch into other trees as far as like booking one wedding to the next. That tree has blossomed really fully for me where I've where I photographed, I think, like maybe like 15 or more indian weddings at this point maybe even 20 i don't know like maybe but Mm -hmm. maybe closer to 15 something like that um over the years and and now um i've got another big one coming up this this weekend and while it's fresh on my mind i just wanted to talk about um kind of like what a typical um indian american hindu ceremony uh looks like um for people that maybe have never shot that before or kind of what to expect um Going into the day because they are very it's it's very different from like a traditional Western uh, wedding that that we're used to shooting and uh, and the expectations are a little bit different, um, you know, comparatively speaking. So um, so basically. Uh, so here's what my my weekend looks like, first of all, on Thursday, which is um, I'm they may or may not hire me for that. So this is why I was saying that might turn into like a two and a half day wedding. Um, not really two and a half, like 2.1 or 2.2 because (laughs) on Thursday, um, she's doing like this the mendy okay so and i'm gonna just talk about like some of the terms and then just like what it means and but i'm gonna try and go kind of quickly so i don't talk too long about this uh but i just feel like it can be good for people that have not shot this before i was really looking for this information talked about in a realistic way because i think sometimes shooting different ceremonies we can get very overwhelmed with oh my god there's this tradition there's this there's this there's this there's this and people are feeding you all this different information of things that are important to capture but we can really boil it down and make it simple um, without, like, worrying too much about capturing all these little details, you know. So so I tend to, even if it's a regular wedding, I tend to get the information. And then people are, even, like, on a normal wedding, like, that we're shooting, you know how, like, our, our brides or grooms, they'll give us all this stuff. They're like, oh, and then don't forget this. Don't forget this. Don't forget this. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. So they do that, too. But I think, like, times three or four. And then oh. and then we get overwhelmed, especially if, if you're not used to the customs and that kind of thing. But it's really the same thing. It's really just the simple thing or the simple event that's happening that if we follow the action, we're probably going to be able to capture it as it's happening anyway. If we follow that action, if we look where the eyes are going, where people are going, sometimes I think um, you know, we can get really – uh, too involved in like the the minutiae of like the little details of a of a program and then we're and then we you get overwhelmed you know so
0: yeah absolutely yeah i was almost culture shocked the first time i uh i did one i was like oh my gosh this is this is like a wedding times five of, of what's going on so yeah if, if you've never shot one before definitely pay attention to what andy's got to say right now
1: yeah <clears throat> and, and so i'm going to keep it as simple as possible so on Thursday, she's going to do this Mendy, which is basically like doing the henna, right? And she's just going to have like an aunt or a friend or somebody like that. Um, Jimmy's doing some creative stuff over there. I don't know what he's doing. He's making art somehow with his microphone and his cell phone and his lenses. Um, um, he's attaching a, to his cell phone. Uh, the Instagram story feed. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love, you, man. <laughs> I love you dude. oh man um anyway um so 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 thursday is just going to be kind of and they may or may not hire me for this because in our meeting that we just had like she's like oh well maybe we'll add you for that too because they were going to do this Mendy stuff on friday but it wasn't with the bride so it was like oh maybe we should have you then so i'm like yeah that's fine but this is how much it'll cost if you want to have me thursday i'm available so just let me know um mm. So, uh, and that's really as simple as that is when they, when, you know, when we talk about doing the Mendy, it's just like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to paint on, on, and do some cool, beautiful, artistic, um, you know, henna on, on the bride, you know, and, and they spend so much time and it's very intricate, you know, like, like yeah. the amount of time they spend doing it and it's so beautiful. It's beautiful to photograph. The colors are beautiful. So like, yeah, please, if you want me there Thursday, just let me know I'm available and I'll be there, you know? So that's why Yeah, I'm but at- the most
0: important part that you, that you said in that last, in that last sentence is that. This is how much it's going to cost. Yes. Okay. They'll, they'll, they'll try and just get you to show up and, and photograph it because they paid for the whole kind of kind of event. But don't forget, card you got to charge for these little little extra things.
1: Yeah. Um, that, okay. Go ahead. Totally. Hundred percent. Because that's very important. Yep. Because it, it's different. You have to you have to think about that you know, when you're, when you're pricing these out, because like we have our very, we're very used to our one day traditional American wedding, right. That goes 10 hours and here's my price, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, we had, there's different variations within that and we do different packages and times and different photographers and different things, but, but you have to know where you stand with that. But then also, okay, well, if that's what you're charging for that, what are you charging for, you know, a two day wedding? You know, when when all this stuff is going on, or sometimes you know, there's breaks in between. You know, like on Saturday, I have a, I have a big three-hour break in between after after their. I'm, I'm waking up at five o'clock on Saturday, so I can so I can <laughs> be there. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll be there. I'll be at the hotel by six o'clock. I'll actually be waking up at four forty-five a.m. That yeah, is no joke. Yep, yeah. yeah, because and, and you know, are you shooting the, five,
2: I, I, that
0: music's going to be going?
1: Yeah,
2: it's, are you shooting the, the sangeet
1: the night before? Yeah, I'm shooting the sangeet the night before. Yep. So 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 okay so just to bring it back for our okay. listeners so Thursday that's Thursday so then so then Friday um well that's perfect yeah so so the sangeet basically is it's like a it's basically like a second reception in a kind of way um that they do the night before And, but so the thing is, is people are flying in from all over the country, like these Indian weddings, they have so many people and friends and family. And this, it's this big celebration where, where everybody comes together. People are flying in from all over the world, you know, like from, from India, California, you know, like all these different countries and people are making it here. So, so when they do that, they make, that's why they make it these, these, these celebratory weekends where all this, these things and events are happening. Um, so, and the
0: one I did, I mean, they flew the band in from yeah. from another country too. Like it's serious. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So um so 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 Friday is basically the sangeet, which is basically um dancing, singing like these beautiful Indian dances. Um, you know, with uh, um, twists and turns and and curl, you know, and and the, and and singing and um and then they're also doing like there's gonna be like a stage and they're gonna do the more mendy on the side for their guests so they want that captured as well there's a dinner um and but prior to the sangeet um they're gonna do an like an another little ceremony um so that happens earlier in the day so um and that's gonna be um just like in a ballroom and it's a typical ceremony like like we would have but it's it's um, prayers and and things as things are happening you just kind of follow the action you can get into this fine little details of all the little things that happen but for that in particular it's more about just kind of following the action if something looks important and people are there be there i have a second photographer my second photographer is going to be like on the groom all the time i'm gonna be on the bride all the time and they do all the and people are moving and shaking and everybody's got a camera and you're stepping over people and but the thing is is they want you to capture things like they're so liberal like they want everything captured so so I have to sometimes, when I'm photographing these Indian weddings, like really get in there and kind of, um, you have to be in there with like a 35 millimeter lens with like 20 people surrounding you at the same time in order to capture these things sometimes because it's mm-hmm. just the flow of how these things go. And I didn't know that going into my first Wedding. You know, I thought I was going to sit back with a 70 to 200 like I would at a at a you know Christian Catholic ceremony. But no, that's not what happens at these things. You're you're you are part of the action and you just kind of move and flow and, and go with it. Um, and that's, I think, like really important to know, um, you know, if, if you're getting into photographing an Indian wedding for the first time.
0: So, and and don't you think if someone's getting into it, maybe they should try and second shoot one first, do you think that would, that would be a good way to go or should they just like jump right in? It's and, not a bad idea.
1: And, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> it, I mean, if you at least have attended them before or to see what happens before. now I'll say that I kind of threw myself in, you know, years mm-hmm. ago when I started and that worked out just fine for me. Um, you know, be, you, you have to be a go with the flow kind of person and you have to really be. Um, you know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of group shots that happen at these weddings. Like everybody is coming in from all over the countries. Like group shot, group shot, group shot, group shot, group shot. And mm-hmm. you have to be somebody that goes with the flow with that and just can put a smile on your face about it. And like, yeah, let's take a group shot. Here we go. <laughs> and you and it's just and you have to really go with the flow with these things because that's how a lot of their. The, the culture is there you know mm-hmm. um yep. and and i think in our westernized world we want things on very specific timelines and this is going to happen then and then we have 10 minutes to do this and it and and yes we're still doing that for these weddings and we're coming up with and there's a game plan and there's definitely a timeline but that timeline very often will kind of get off a little bit and you kind of go with the flow and 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 make things happen as you can um <laughs> you know so so that's a big part of um photographing this kind of wedding as well so I'm just gonna go back to Saturday. Why am I waking up at 4:45 mm-hmm. a.m. so I can get to the hotel by six o'clock Because we're gonna do some getting ready shots. Because a lot of our westernized ideas about a wedding are are working their way, you know, you know, into into a typical Hindu American American wedding, you know, right? So um, we're gonna do some getting ready shots, um, and uh, and then we are gonna do a first look. I suggested doing a first look with them. They weren't really even. They were planning on just being okay with seeing each other. But the idea of that is, I would rather when they see each other for the first time do the first look so i suggest hey let's do a first look um so we're gonna do a first look at 7 30 in the morning so- <laughs> yep. oh my so
0: that's ridiculous oh my god okay i to- was gonna i was gonna say, say maybe nine or ten or eleven o'clock but seven thirty.
1: yeah Woo. so but but that's okay i'm actually okay with it because like you know there's this big huge break in the you have no choice. i know no yeah huge. and and I don't know. It's just it's just a little bit different, you know, the way that they they do their thing in the morning, you know. So, and what I love well, about the, you're this, a morning person anyway. No, you are a morning
0: no, person. No, no I,
1: I, I used to be like years and years ago when I was a teacher, but now I've totally shifted. I like go to sleep at like three o'clock. Again, like, and yeah. I always have. I've always been an evening person. The only time, the only reason I was a morning person is when I was teaching years and years and years ago. And I, and I think yeah. like the first few years when we were talking, I would wake up at like five in the morning. And like at weddings, I don't do that at all anymore. I, I, okay. I'm okay. I'm more myself again. <laughs> okay,
0: so I'm not the only night owl of wedding photography then.
1: No, I'm back, <laughs> but but the difference between you and me though is you will edit at one in the morning, two uh, in the morning. Yes, I absolutely will do not. You
2: edit. really do that? Yeah. Who
1: me? Yeah,
2: at the end of the wedding? Oh
0: no, not after a wedding, no. Oh okay,
2: all right. No. I know James Kelly does that. He's crazy. He puts it on a pot of coffee, and starts editing at one a.m. I'm like, you're crazy, dude. Go to sleep. No, we, no, we just back
0: up. We just back up computer stuff after a wedding. I I sometimes start going on a tangent. We sometimes do that, but if well, we're or tired, wine and relax. You know, it's like yeah. I don't
2: want to mess up the download. It's <laughs> in my house. The cards are there. Nothing's gonna happen to it. I'll do it in the morning. You know, like you said, yeah, wine,
1: scotch, go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the difference though, Neil, is that I will not edit in the at one in the morning. Uh, once once okay. it's like five, six o'clock, the You're like, done. Fred Flintstone, the horn goes off, and then I get in my <laughs> I get in my car, which is just me walking away from my computer in my house. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the, the bell has sounded and I'm done. I'm done. And now you, now it's, you so it's Andy that time that after down. that. Unless I have an engagement <laughs> shoot or unless I've got some shoot, like after five, six o'clock I'm a normal American human being, you know? And then I do stuff around the house. <laughs> That's how I roll. Um, but anyway, uh, so uh, mm-hmm. we're going to do a first look, 7.30 in the morning. And then um, and then we're going to go over to Delaware Park, and which is great because um, we're going to do a lot of these photos ahead of time. We're going to do immediate family photos over there. We're going to do wedding party over there. And then I'm going to get um, almost an hour. We're close to an hour with a couple. That well, man, you're going to have that minutes. parked here by yourself. That's what I love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. they suggest going over there, right? Well, a normal wedding here says, hey, let's go over there. I'm like, no, let's not. Because there's going to be literally 15 other wedding parties if we go there. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, if you want to say we want to go there at 730 in the morning, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. We got the whole place to ourselves. It's going to be amazing. So um, so there's that. And then, uh, and then we come back. And then we're gonna, and then we, and then we're gonna do some more extended family photos at the hotel, and uh, and then we go into the actual thing, right? The, the actual thing. So the barat is this amazing, beautiful thing, like Neil, that you were talking about with music, where it's it's the groom being introduced, the groom's family introduces the groom, and brings them to the to the bride, basically. So like, there's all this music, and he's on a horse and, they're, and they, they walk and they celebrate and, and there's dancing and everybody's got these colors and there's hands up in the air and there's all this incredible, beautiful energy and it's just amazing party. It's like a street party bringing the groom on a horse over to the beginning of the ceremony. And then I could get into a lot of detail on the ceremony itself um, and there are some important things. I guess, I guess let me, I should mention them if we're t- talking about it. So there are some important things on a typical, you know, american indian hindu ceremony that happened generally if you follow the action you're gonna be okay don't overthink it but but there are things that like the most important thing is when they put the necklace around the bride right so the so the groom stands behind the bride and puts a necklace around her and that's basically like our version of the wedding rings um you know put being put on so so they put the necklace around they do this other thing where they walk around a fire pit a few times, and then they put toe rings on um, in between each each one. That's also very important. I usually try and get these close-up shots of the toe rings. Um, and they, uh, they get on a swing. That's an important thing. The, there's all these other little things where the uncles pick up. This is awesome. The uncles pick up the bride and groom, and they try and put garlands around each other's head at the same time. It's like a game. So like the uncles are moving back and moving forward, moving back and moving forward and it's this awesome game that they try and put the whoever puts the garlands over like something happens they wrote they throw rice over each other's heads so a lot of these things i feel like when i first started shooting these i would get like really like oh my god this is gonna happen this is gonna happen this is gonna happen but really if you just follow the action for the most part you're good you should have a general idea of what's important but you know from there you just kind of go with the flow um and uh so yeah so so that's you know kind of a basic idea of what happens with that ceremony there's some there's when the when the brat happens and the groom gets let in there's all these little prayer ceremonies these ants that do these um blessings you should you know got to be there for that and then um but but it's good to have you really almost kind of need a second photographer because when the groom's coming in the bride's somewhere else and that's actually believe yeah. it or not less important yeah. um You know, it's the bride just kind of makes an entrance at some point. The the start of the ceremony is just the groom for like the first 20 minutes or something like that. And then eventually the bride makes her way in. She does multiple changes during the ceremony of different different um, outfits. Um, But uh, it's, you know, and then um, from there, they, you know, you have uh, another round of family photos. You go into lunch and you have a big, long break, a few hours of a break. You come back and then what you do, what is generally speaking, a very traditional Western reception. Um, that that there isn't really even much to talk about because um, the reception is going to be what we're very used to doing, right? They have cocktail hour, but the introduction. I don't
0: know about you, but doesn't the introduction dance pretty much pretty much? A big dance, like uh, like yeah. the family gets out there and it's, it's not just like a little introduction so it's on steroids. Oh, it's, it's Mr and mrs it's it's crazy it yeah. turns into a dance party it does so yeah. it's
1: basically uh. I, okay, so it is it is typical, but it's just like on steroids in the sense that it's gonna be like an hour and fifteen minutes before we eat be- because <laughs> they're they're gonna like come in it there's gonna be a prayer, they're gonna do intros. There's going to be a video from their grandmother from India giving, giving, you know, saying something to the couple who couldn't make it, you know, there's going to be Mm -hmm. speeches, um, you know, they're going to do cake and then first dance. All this is all before dinner, first dance and then and then dinner after that. And then all that's going to be like an hour, like between all that stuff is over, (laughs) you know, like probably even longer and then. And then they usually do a groomsman's dance, a bridesmaid's dance. That's pretty important, but they make a big deal out of that. Like it's usually well rehearsed and well choreographed, which is end up ends up being beautiful. A Photograph, and then it's just a, a party after that, just like it would be a party any 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 other wedding reception we shoot. So it's not that complicated, but um, but those are some of the basics. You know, sometimes I think we overthink it. Now, now here's the thing: if I look at the list that like they gave me, um, of like all these little you know, you know, Ganabtha Puja and, and Vrathram, you know, and all these different terms that they use for these different parts, you really just boil it down to something that's really simple. Like, it's like, oh, we're going to be a room at this point. There's going to be an event that's happening. And then we photograph the action that's happen, happening. It's really that simple. So that's for people that are thinking about doing this and that have never done it before. Just some inside baseball that can maybe be helpful for a listener if you've never photographed um, that kind of wedding before. And maybe it was helpful to you. Hopefully it was. Hopefully it wasn't boring either. I don't really know. Um, No, I I, I really don't want to... um, Well, we
0: can if you want, but um, let's not... uh, Okay, about pricing. Uh, But not not so much about that. What about... um, How do do you chart for the whole day from like... I mean, or do you do hourly? Because if you're due a 12-hour day, I mean, you're starting at 6 a.m. That leaves you at 6 p.m. Yep. I mean, like... how do you go about that? I mean, do you charge like what for a twenty-hour day, or do you just say full full day coverage? What um, give a, give our listeners a little bit of a, a heads up how to sure. how to go about doing this because it, because you definitely underprice yourself if you charge them a normal wedding package. I, I think we can all agree on that.
1: Yes. <clears throat> so um, for Saturday, uh, it is so basically I have a full day package, right, and I kind of go just a little bit more than that, but not as much not much more than you would think because I kind of feel like it is we have that so okay so like on this on Saturday I have um really from one thirty to five thirty totally free you know um so so okay. that's four hours less. Um, let's say that I am starting at six. So I typically base my packages on a 10-hour day. That's that's pretty much what I expect. So if I'm going 10 hours from six to, what does that bring me? To eight? To, no, to f- four. Like if it was, right? How many How many? Is, what's uh, eight hours? Don't so that's me, math. So normally would yeah, six, that would be six, six to, to six p.m. Yeah, to four p.m. Okay. So that would take me through four p.m. normally if it was a normal wedding day. Um, but then with that four hour break and I do, I have to admit, I kind of give it to them because I, because I know that I'm not going to be doing anything then. And I could literally just go sleep or whatever. And I kind of want to book the wedding because I'm also getting the Friday work as well. You, you know what I mean? So, um, so I give that to them, but then I charge them extra on top. You know what I mean? Of like that, if it's like past 10 hours of actual shooting. Right. So,
0: well, I mean, with that break that takes you six to 8 PM.
1: Right. And then I'll probably end up going to like ten. You know what I mean? So, so there's a couple. So you extra, charge a little bit couple, extra for yeah, that. And, yeah, okay. and, and I'll just you know, again, I'm so I just try. I'm honest and open about my prices and stuff like that. When I have an hourly rate and it's just me, I charge three twenty five. When I have a second photographer, then I'm charging three seventy five per hour. Um, so so my hourly coverage, I just do okay. A couple hour extra hours on top of that. Then then here's what it's going to be. You know. And the same thing mm-hmm. for like that Thursday thing. I said, well, if it's just me for an hour, that's what it is, you know? On Friday, um, um then uh, you know, uh Friday I think I did uh hourly rate as well. So I have me and a second retire for three seventy five an hour times however many hours we were there, you know? So um so yeah, so that's basically that's basically how I do it. But I'm you know, I, I feel like uh two days of work at the amount of money that I'm bringing in over two days of work ends up being worth it to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like like it would be. It has to be. It's based on the reality of my pricing. The only thing that I do get a little queasy about and even as I just mentioned, it is like that break. I don't, I don't charge for that break, but I was, I I was like... going
0: to ask you, what are you going to do during that break? Yeah. I mean, because adrenaline's pumping. You can't go home and take a nap. Um, Actually, I can. And I probably oh, will. You... So, a little power nap.
1: Yeah. So in Rochester, <laughs> um, when I, the la- one of the last ones of these that I did that had a big break in between, um, my second shooter, Will, and I both went back to my studio and we literally just took a, took a nap. Like it was am- like we had a nice, a nice long lunch, took a nap and then went from there.
0: Yeah. Andy, we're getting that, that fuzzy, that fuzziness, uh, but I don't know if, okay. so I don't my, know if it's going to come through on your recording. My recording is still
1: good, and I'm just going to keep talking through for the listeners here. I'm okay. Gonna, okay. Gonna, there I'm we go. I'm going to plug my thing. I'm going to plug it back in. And now, you guys hear me again? Yep. I'm all good. Cool. Yep. Better. Um, okay. So, that yeah. So, basically, I don't know if you caught that, but we took a long nap um, and I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> 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 so, you know, Um so yeah, I mean that's that's basically the gist of, of that. I don't know if you guys have any other questions or thoughts. Moving on, uh, we got an email. We got an email from Yamaha. Oh yeah, hear yeah. hear how let's, it all
2: pans out. You know, I've... oh from that guy. Yeah, no,
1: yeah, okay. yeah. So I'll, I'll 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 follow up with you guys uh, the next episode well, on, how, on how the on and what, and what, how
0: many photos you guys actually oh, take thousands, thousands, yeah, thousands,
1: thousands, thousands, thousands. So thousands. so I dude, I'm actually this is blowing my mind. Ever since I've I've been on shooting the Sony and this other camera I'm coming on. This is not a typical wedding now, like a typical 10 hour, one of our weddings. I'm coming home with the more photos than I've ever come home with lately because I'm shooting, because I'm shooting more natural light too. I'm coming home with between me and a second photographer, like 8,000 photos. On like 7,000, 8,000 and crap. I'm shooting this a seven R three with 128 gig cards. Um, uh, so, but the thing is, is when I come home with these photos and I do this thing in Lightroom i 'm going through and i 'm so quick, I can get through the eight thousand photos and and I know this sounds crazy, but i 'm bang bang bang, bang, bang bang bang. I can get through that in maybe about five hours the first round where i 'm where i 'm going from eight thousand to a thousand to, to fifteen hundred like I can that easily go through and pick out the the shots that are the best shots to tell the story of the day and I feel like my work is actually improving uh, because when you look at my full the full wedding gallery, that are getting delivered, i think i 'm producing better work now than I ever was, so i don 't mind coming home with that money. Because um, I've got a workflow where it's good, I'm editing faster than I ever have. Um, I'm only a couple weddings behind right now, so. Um, but I am coming home with with uh, I would say the least I've come home with is about six thousand um, this wedding season between me and it, between me. Dude, and that's software. like a shot
0: every thirty seconds. <laughs> that's it, crazy. probably
2: yeah. Uh, I I, 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 got, I got yeah. I got to do the math on that. Yeah, I I'm coming know. back with like. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. The, I'm not at our main computer right now. But if Natalie and I uh, over the weekend we had maybe a little together, maybe low twos, low two thousands. I, uh, I might no. Wait, maybe a little more than that. I, I might. I might. If I'm around fifteen hundred to two thousand. Yeah, so so I
1: overshoot the crap out of things. As long as I'm shooting with intentionality, I overshoot. I overshoot, and I don't care. I would rather have more information to come to pick from. Uh, Even with that's also my philosophy with that A seven R three too. I would rather have more information to work with and play from. Zoom in, crop in, like and and if if my workflow was, it's it's shocking to me because when I was coming home on average with maybe like four thousand, you know, like a few years ago, maybe five thousand. I think my workflow is way slower than than it is now, and I was taking way longer to deliver a wedding. so but so i uh, it 's for whatever reason i 'm shooting more, and my edits are quicker with the way the new style of shooting that i'm kind of moving towards a little bit not totally, but then also um the the way that i 'm editing and having figured out you know doing those previews in Lightroom the right way compared to how I used to be doing it the wrong way <laughs> so yeah man you 're sure. averaging
0: like a shot every ten seconds.
1: yeah probably because in 10 seconds i'm sometimes shooting 30 shots (laughs) you you know what i mean like like if i'm yeah yeah, if i'm I'm working with a couple i might be like bang 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 and like working 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 and and sometimes there's little magic moments you know that happen in those moments i so and we're kind of going all over the place on this episode but i'm just going to kind of go with it if that's all right i remember meeting i was um Uh, in like 2010 when I was first getting started I took a flight I had an engagement shoot in Boston and it just so happened to be that a New York Times photographer had a seat next to me and I was talking to this New York Times photographer and I was telling him I'm like I'm like dude someday we're gonna have cameras where the raw images get pulled out and you're gonna be able to shoot video work and pull stills from it and and he he just like adamantly disagreed with me you know that he was like nope you have to wait for the decisive moment um, and I understand what he's talking about. I totally get it from a photojournalistic standpoint. And if you can hone your skills where you can anticipate and I anticipate the thing is, is I'm just shooting while I anticipate, you know, <laughs> like, but, but I still do believe that that video and photo are going to merge together at some point, you know, and we're going to be able to, you know, when the cameras get good enough and they still haven't got there, I thought they would be there by now where you'd be able to pull raw stills. You know, at the right frames per second, and not have the motion blur and all that, but we're not quite there yet. So, well, the the problem with that, and you
2: think about it logistically, is that means your camera has to be recording all the time. And if you if you know if if you want to take a picture here, well, then just take one picture, and then I don't need to record ten minutes of something when nothing's going on. So, even though it could happen, I don't (laughs) see it ever really happening in in a. practical world of a photographer. I'm not going to sit there and record 10 minutes of something where I to just put on a shoe. I hey, just put on the shoe. And then I'll just, like, yeah, no, I, no, I told friend Kathleen will shoot like 10 pictures of like a blast sitting there. I'm yelling at her. Stop! One picture you need only 10.
1: <laughs> no, I, I know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> but I do. So, but what I, what I'm referring to though, is I think that the people that direct between video videographers and photographers i think that you know it will be easier to kind of blend into one where you can offer both if you're okay with with shooting in a way that you're thinking about both which is possible as long as you're shooting a little bit more natural light and you're, you're able to direct the couple it's about really about directing the couple you have to know how to direct the couple that's where i think feel like a lot of videographers um aren't cool you know some some of them are and they do amazing work but some videographers don't know how to direct a couple right but where i think we're like generally speaking more photographers do because we're um a little bit more you know have done this a little bit longer I'm, I'm generalizing i'm not saying the videographers don't know how to direct i'm just being i'm just over generalizing you know uh, well, and that's um, shifting a little bit too more videographers are knowing how to direct well, as we go on so no, you're 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 a little
2: correct because the most part um, you know, we're not the videographers are not shooting a movie where they, there's a there's a marks that the, that the actors have to hit and then a line has to be said and then it has to be do the reverse angle and they have to cover it in a wide and a, and a tight and a close up. That's not happening. So a lot of times they are just there. Can't, I'm gonna yell at this one maybe, but they are kind of just there to capture the day as it stands as if a flies on a wall. Granted, they want to get some stuff, but from I've a lot of direction I've seen from videographers is pretty standard, pretty typical because. They need that shot, and they have to say, "Okay, do this, do this, do this." But it's very regimented. It's very—I've st- seen you know them be like, oh, "Hey, I need you to pick up the 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 the, the uh, you know the, not the invitation, but the the no, they're gonna read, but do it slowly so I can follow you from here to there." That's just a setup shot, and it looks great in the end. It's not the same direction that we're doing because we're capturing you know stills like this, so it's a whole different world. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I think there's different styles. I actually prefer—I think we all prefer as yes, wedding photographers, videographers that. That are shooting more candidly, right? Um,
0: Yeah, and and honestly,
1: if I was a videographer and I wanted to market myself as a videographer to photographers, I would just like that's what I would do. Like, I feel like it would be so so much easier than doing what we do than having to direct, right? If I was just a videographer, is like, hey, Neil, hire me as a videographer for your next wedding, or let the couple know about me because I just hang back with the seventy to two hundred and capture moments as they happen, as opposed to taking time away from you and your direction a couple you know like like i feel like yeah
0: yeah that's why i only have like two videographers that i really refer i mean because everybody else just kind of slows me down and and gets in my way and stuff so yeah yeah
1: Yeah, i feel like that's the thing i think more than anything is there should there really should only be one person directing a couple on a wedding day like whether Mm -hmm. whether that's it doesn't really matter how that shakes out like in my in my future world of videographer slash photographer that directs and does it all or in you know the world that we currently live in where it's like the photographer should direct because the thing is is that kills me is that like the videographers don't understand is that the energy that a couple has right there's this energy and and there's this limited amount of time where we will lose a groom we'll lose a bride if we if we talk too much nonsense and and it's not directed in a certain kind of way or it sounds silly then all of a sudden the videographer's terrible remarks make an impression of us (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. like it's like it's like oh these guys are just fools you know we're like listening off this stupid stuff for us to do or reenacting these moments like I, i like i don't i can't stand when we try and reenact a moment or a videographer will call out, like, let's reenact this moment that just happened, but you didn't capture it the first time. So you want to reenact it and ruin the energy of what's happening, you know, in the morning or something like that. Like, dude, like, no, hang back and capture it. That's what, like if I was doing if I was a videographer, my job would be so much easier and the quality would be just as good if you just let the photographer direct and then feed off of them. Um, that's yeah, and,
0: and then the, then there's these videographers who are pulling out these drones and, you know, they they ask to work with the couple, and then they bring out the drone. It's like, dude, you couldn't have like calibrated the drone while I was working with the couple, um, and that just takes like twenty minutes out of out of what I could have been doing. So, and then the couple gets kind of excited when they see the drone, so they they're kind of into it, and they're waiting for it. It's kind of. Yeah. Frustrating.
2: Yep. Yeah. When, if, if for us, if, if it's not our two video people that we have under our belt under the brochure, um, I think, and we get a vibe that like the team is kind of like on their own, they're, they're friendly at, at best, but they're kind of doing their own thing. I'll just have a conversation with them being like, look, how about you have your time with a couple? I'll have our time with a couple that way we're not, not over each other's shoulders trying to multi-direct them to do something or, Oh, do that again. Kind of thing, you know. It's like I'd rather just be like, I'm done with them. Your time, go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even if it's even if it is like it, a little this location, a little that location, a little this location. Yeah. That sometimes works good because then, but then they always they always you know, they're always stealing shots in the corner anyway. And then they say, "Oh, do that again." <laughs> 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 so it's, it's tough. It's a tough. It's, you, it is. You, you know, you meet a, a team for, for the first time the day of the wedding, and you know if if they're tough about working or they're really regimented about it, it's going to clash. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying right now on the podcast, and these are my personal thoughts or whatever. But on the wedding day, of course, I'm always going back and forth and giving them shots and making things happen. But it's just a little frustrating. That's all. You know?
0: Yeah. You um, got to work when, as a team yeah. and be professional. Yep. But it does get frustrating.
1: So, yeah. But I, I really have kind of two things during my consults. I mentioned if you have a hands-on videographer, um, any of the time that we're talking about right now, where I'm saying, like, I need an hour and a half of time for between wedding party, family, you guys as a couple. If you're going to hire a videographer that needs time, then you need to add to that time. You know, and I'm I'm saying that right at my consults right now because cause that's true. You know, like, people don't think about the time that it takes. Like, if it's going to be a hands-on videographer, you know, we need to add time to the day. And then it's all fine. Then it's fine. Then mm-hmm. it's easy to go back and forth, you know. um But uh, so... Yeah. So there's that, and then I'm I really am only referring people that I feel like working a hands-off way now to myself because uh, it's it just makes the day so much harder and uh, and not as pleasant I think for the couple when there's too much going on with that and there's not time. If there's time, fine. But if there's but if there's not, um, that's not good for anybody.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So. <laughs> okay, we gotta get to Jan's yes, email. Yes, we do. Guys. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's so, do this. So uh, we received an email from from. Jan yeah, and I really hope I'm pronouncing that the right way, <laughs> because, because if we're because if we're not, uh, I sincere apologies. Uh, um, and usually my German is is uh, uh, nicht so schlecht, um, but but sometimes I just I have questions on uh, <laughs> on uh, on my pronunciation. So anyway. Um, uh, Jan wrote in, and uh, he, it's quite an, quite an email here, and it's quite a situation. So I'll just kind of read it, and then we'll get into some of our thoughts on it, because we've all take took, took a look at some of the work that he's produced here. So um, Jan says, uh, hey, guys, greetings from Berlin. I love your podcast. I'm a loyal listener. Of course, I already rated you on iTunes. Can you do that multiple times? Thank you, Jan. Uh, oh. Congratulations to Jimmy for purchasing the A7R, A7 III. Um, I also use and love it, especially in conjunction with the Sony 85 1.8. But now my reason for the email. I have a conundrum for you. In fact, after 56 weddings, my lucky streak broke, and I just got the first complaint, if you can call it that. I delivered my last wedding after the couple was able to watch a slideshow of highlights on Vimeo as usual. I am satisfied with the result. Certainly, it's not my best wedding, but the result fits. Today, the bride called me and could not find the right words at first, but then did. At first, she said, the pictures are great, really great, and her husband thinks so, too. That's a good sign. Uh, But her husband is still not satisfied. Hmm, the pictures are great, but he's not satisfied because he feels Ah. that he does not appear in the story. He finds himself too rarely in the photos. The focus is always with her, and he felt he was not present. In general, he was also very reserved and rarely comes out of himself. And that is why he would like to have been pictured at the few moments he had at the wedding with his family. Well, what can I say? He is probably right in retrospect. I've always focused on the action, and he's moved into the background. That's not something I can really cure, of course, I have every opportunity to argue back. There is no guarantee how often you can see someone in the reportage of the fi- of the pictures. How does that help the bride and groom? I do not think so. They are unhappy with the pictures, no matter how good they are. I would be interested to know how you would deal with such a situation. I have a plan for what I would do, but it does not necessarily have to be the best. It's not necessarily the best plan. So you get an impression of what my reportage or what his photography looks like. I Here's the link, and you can take a look here. Um, and so he sends us the link, and then he says, thank you for reading up until the end. Keep it up. You are great. Jan. Thank you, Jan. Yeah, thank you. Can I jump in?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I looked at the photos, right? I've been looking at them the whole time here in the background. Um, Mm -hmm. very nice work. Very nice finish. Uh, he's, he's, the photographer is very good. Absolutely. A a distinct look, right? Mm
1: -hmm. The Um, work is great. And I just, I, I just have to say, really the is. work is yeah. really, really great. Like, it's beautiful work, and he's captured uh, the story of the day that I can. Yeah, see. I, I
0: was, I wasn't expecting this co- quality of work no. when I clicked on the link. To mm-hmm. be honest, yep. but very, You're very,
2: right. Jan, fantastic work. Yes, yeah, you don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's not it, right off the bat. This, it's nothing he did is abs- is wrong whatsoever. I think I counted three, maybe four photos, three and a half photos of the groom actually looking. Happy to be blunt, mm-hmm. he's just not looking like he's having a good time. And I, it, it looks like that's what the bride's said about she's laughing, she's bubbly, she's smiling all, all over the place. Yeah, the and bride has to be is very, just very standing happy. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's one photo of him smiling at the church, one, and that's it. And then everything else is oh, There's another one where they're kind of doing the ring thing. Um, I mean, sorry to be. To, be like that, but that's just the way he is. So maybe she was just hoping he'd be more happy. But you can't capture something that doesn't happen. So this isn't the photographer's fault. As far as how to approach that to the bride, it's you got to dance around that because it's tough. Because there's a photo of them walking out from the you know when they do the thing in the up in the air and they walk through like a little train. And the last photo of, of it's like him looking like he's constipated <laughs> in this photo. He looks like he's kind of crying, kind not. I don't. Know, he's got a weird face. But given that there's there isn't much of him. But it doesn't look like there's not enough of him, but there's not no like means. there's
1: there's there's definitely some solo shots of him for sure, you know, like it's not yeah. like it's yeah it's not a lot compared to just the bride alone, but that's it pretty looks, typical and you know it is you know it
2: looks like he he didn't go to his house or where he was getting ready, it looks like the right to the church or location, and here he is Window, putting a boutonniere and looking at that. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And a little he's, more couldn't have hurt. He's Fine. got maybe five but or six there. Like, the final number there's a few on the first it's, look it's where he's it.
1: alone.
2: Um, it's covered. He, he it's, does kind of
0: sink into the background. Like, you know, there's a, there's a moment happening, but yeah, he's kind of like in the background, it's like leaning up against the car, looking the other way. It's, it's, it's not, it doesn't look like he's like really involved in the moment, especially with the bride, with the kids. Like he's just kind of like leaning up against the car, just like kind of looking down to the ground. Um, I'm kind of wondering if the bride and groom told Jan that, you know, the groom doesn't really engage. Maybe he's shy um, beforehand. If if that's the case, then Jan could have said, "Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll know to know to watch out for this. And if he does sink into the background, I'll I'll kind of give him direction. I'll kind of push him." Um, to get in there on the action. Uh, that, that's why I'm kind of wondering if that's what happened. If that didn't happen, then Jan, this is not your fault. Um, hey! <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> puppy's back with the squeaky. Sorry about that. Um, okay, bud, go away. <laughs> uh, so I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, I, think, I think it's all about the communication beforehand. Um, it, it, so what I would do is you know you, you don't want to get defensive right off the bat uh, of, of replying to the bride and groom um you can say you know since since you've realized that you know uh, the groom has has uh, sunken back in, into the background um just kind of say you know I, I did realize that he he was sinking back, but you know I did capture the day as as it happened um and then and then go into what could have made it better of better communication. Um, you know, you could have say, you know, I wish I would have known that he is a little bit shy or or he, or he does tend to um, go into the background. And if that was the case, I would have pushed him uh, in, into getting a little bit more involved and then end on saying, you know what, but, when I design the album, you know it, it's it's different when you look at an entire gallery of images, like a hundred pictures of images. But when you look at an album, you're only taking some of the best images, and you can. And there's there's more than enough images of him um, as to where you can actually build the album around him. Actually, you, you actually can with all these images that he's taken, and they're really really good quality. So I think the album, the final result will be a lot better than the entire gallery of images. I mean, what do you what do you guys think about that? Well,
2: uh, I agree, but let's just you gotta assume assume but we don't know the We don't, the yeah. we don't know if they're even gonna be an album. So let's just right. one step at a time. Well that's a like a little sales no, pitch, you know, that, that all Yeah, but you can't you'll you know, you do not want to do that as the as the photographer to say, well I can make it all look in an album when they're not gonna buy an album now they have to buy an album and that's gonna cause more problems. So if there is no book involved I but, but I that's, don't that's know. It depends on how like it's it depends on her attitude, what she actually said. We don't know what she said, if it was a phone call or an email. Um it's there's not enough information to really to say I would say A, B, and C. Because uh it like I said, he's there. He's not there much. There's a lot of photos of guests which are great. So does kids having fun doing stuff. She I mean, this definitely you know, that's that's a complaint too sometimes where there's like uh you didn't shoot my Aunt so and so. I'm like, well, if she was sitting down the whole time at the dinner table, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I can't, you know what I mean? It's like sometimes you, you can't please everybody all the time. So it might have just been a lack of communication, like you mentioned in the beginning, saying, hey, he's kind of shy, this and that. But
0: yeah, uh, I'm yeah, I don't, I don't looking have, at the images, like, but, like, the bride, she's she is, like, hugging everybody. She's shaking hands yeah. with everybody. And he's always laughing. And, he, and he's just kind of, like, just sitting there. He's not even offering his hand to shake someone. So it's, like, I'm wondering if... You know what I would do? If the, if the bride is upset with this, or is the groom really upset about this? I mean, I, I like... I don't know. I, it's, I,
1: probably point it's probably the bride. It's probably the bride more than this. the groom. The groom... Yeah, that's... The yeah. groom is who he is, probably. I don't think the groom really... Like, if, if he knew that, he would have just... You know, I think he knows how he looks in photos and you know how he is yeah. right. He, if, Agreed. if he, I, I, this is probably coming more from the bride than it is from the groom.
0: Yeah. Um, because Yeah. like, like that one street shot where, you know, it looks like it's right before the ceremony. Like they looked at the, the, where, um, where they're sitting on the bench and they're, I, I like the pedestrians on the left side of the bench. They're taking pictures, they're riding bikes. And then the groom is sitting there taking a smoke break and she's just kind of sitting there with him. Um, I, I do like that shot, but it, it looks like he's just, like, he needed a break from everything that was going on. Uh, I think I think that picture right there says a little bit, of, uh, quite a bit about the groom. Um, you know, the other I thing th-
1: that I- he could say is that, um, you know, well, actually, I do have a lot more photos of him, which I'm sure that he does, right? Like, even in that little five the the five images that were delivered you know like a, a, he was in front of the window in the morning mm, yeah but, but they're probably just not good photos because he didn't have a good expression on his face you know like you can only push people so far um outside of their comfort zone and at some point you're just capturing what is so you can't change you know some you know you can you can help encourage things a little bit but at some point um things are going to be what they're going to be and you can only you know i would say You know, I wouldn't get totally defensive, but I would definitely put it in there because you don't wanna you're not guilty of anything. As a photographer shooting this wedding if this is what I photographed, you're not guilty of anything other than capturing the day. You you know? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. and so I would definitely say like, hey, you know, like like um uh I this is me capturing the day. Um and I did the best that I could in the provided situation um, mm-hmm. you know, his expression wasn't conducive to delivering more photos at particular points during the day. And, um, you know, the style of the, the level of work that I'm delivering is very consistent with, with how I typically deliver weddings, you know, for most couples, I'm very, you know, this is, this is, you know, what it is, uh, you know, a wedding is an uncontrolled event. I wouldn't get too far down that, but I would definitely throw in at least a few, things to kind of absolve yourself of any guilt over this because you did nothing wrong other than capture the day. Um, and, you know, she happened to have to be in a good mood and, and photograph <laughs> well. And he happens to not, and you don't want to mm-hmm. photograph somebody who's not in a good mood more than, than they want to be. I, I, I can guarantee you this. If he in the morning was smiley and happy and there was good emotion going on and a good connection and all that stuff, I guarantee you, he would have more fe- wedding photos throughout the day because he would have been, you know, more conducive to being photographed. But he wasn't conducive to being more photographed. He was he was a bump on the log, and 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 it's not good. You don't want too many photographs of a bump on the log. You know, like, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's, it doesn't it doesn't show well for the overall wedding. So it's like, okay, this is what it was. So I'm going to capture what it was to the best of my ability in the provided situation. It's consistent with my level of work, and this is what it is. I feel like we get so. You know, people have these expectations that we can like change people. You know, like on the wedding day, and they're like, no, you can't change people. I can only do the best with what I got to work with. You know, so it's it's a frustrating situation, Jan, and I feel for you. Um, so you want the only thing I can tell you is you want to kind of, in my opinion, breach the gap between saying I acknowledge, I understand what you're saying. Um, you know, I'm I'm sorry you feel this way. Basically, I'm sorry you feel this way is, the one, yeah. is one, one half of the what you want con- to convince them. And I was like, you know, when you say that, you're basically saying, you know, this isn't my fault, but I'm sorry that you feel this way. You know, you're, you're acknowledging them. And, but that's half of your conversation, I think. And then the other half should be, you know, but I do have to absolve myself of this because of the things I just mentioned. So I think you want to meet in the middle somewhere there when you respond back. Um, and keep it very polite and appropriate and upbeat. That's that's what I would try yeah. to do as best you can.
2: Yeah, upbeat.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. don't change a thing about your style. It's in, in your shooting. I mean, this is beautiful work.
1: Yep. Absolutely. And then like
2: Andy said, if you, if there are other images still in the back burner and even if they're pretty much the same photo, you can just say to her, look, I, if you like, I can show you what I removed from the gallery because it was just a bit too redundant and a re- bit repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you like, I can show you that in a private gallery, of, of, of that involve him in it. That if you want to see that, maybe that would be like. But, but that's a little dangerous too because it, it makes you kind of like Well, she might be like, well, "Why'd you delete that?" Because to some people, more is more. Right. Um, for the most part, I don't believe in that theory. I think not less. Uh, less is more, but a good amount. Is is fair? If I have two pictures that are exactly the same. I'm yeah. getting rid of one.
1: When when I'm going through that, that's why I'm so quick. When I'm going through my eight thousand photos between me and my photographer, <laughs> like Gosh, that's crazy. That's that's why I'm I I can go down. I deliver at about eight hundred. I deliver literally ten percent. Is that ten percent? If I deliver, yeah. um, eight hundred out of eight thousand, that's ten percent, right? Yeah. 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 So. So in that case, I'm delivering the best one out of 10 images in these respective situations that I'm photographing more than I need to be and more than my second photographer needs to be throughout the day. But I, I feel like that, you know, it makes it makes me look good and it makes them look good. Everybody's happy. But I don't deliver. There's no reason to redu- to deliver redundant images. If it's the same thing, if it's already told part of the story of the day, there's no way that I need to deliver these other five, six photos of the same exact thing. It's like, what's the best shot? Take the best shot, make it look good. Everybody's happier. So, yeah. Anyway.
2: All right, boys. Yeah.
1: I got I to gotta get out of here. Yeah. I got a proposal shoot to shoot. That's going to do it. Proposal. Oh, thing. Wow. okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah you,
0: you definitely need to go.
1: <laughs> thanks for everybody for uh, listening in. Uh, Jimmy Ferrara, where can people find you? Hey, jamesferrara.com.
2: And, and at jferrara photo is uh, Instagram and Facebook ish is jay ferrara photography
1: and mr urban
0: neil urban.com n-e-a-l-u-r-b-a-n.com
1: and my name is andy buscemi last name is b-u-s-c-e-m-i and you can find me on google and social media that way thanks so much <clears throat> for listening everybody we will catch you next. next time next time,
0: next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <All> <laughs> All right.